This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day everybody. Uh, we are back with the second of our team by team previews and today we have uh, a lot of people's favourite guest hosts. Personally, the guest host I've known the longest, my good friend, and Newcastle Knights diehard, Harry Ramage. Welcome. Oh, look, it's great to be back. I, I can't lie to you. It's always good to be chatting footy and it's only two weeks away. Like, know, that happens fast. Yeah, it's uh, a lot's been going on in your life, mate. You, 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 your kids growing up, it's all happening. Like, yeah, she crawls now. Um, it's awesome. and yeah, and everything gets dirty, so there's a load <laughs> of washing with all this rains. <laughs> just make just um, sew a bunch of chamois to her, so she crawls around, she cleans the house. Probably yeah, no, I've got to put mops on her knees. That'll be yeah, there we go. Hey, yeah, it'd be great. Baby mop. There's yes. a business idea. All right, but uh, <laughs> no, that the definitely new- <laughs> exists. That definitely exists already. Does it? Sure. Yeah, that has. I don't have a kid. I don't know. Um, all right, but um, so Harry, the Newcastle Knights. Uh, you know that last year was okay. It was all right. They 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 tried their best. They made the finals. They've lost Mitchell Pierce. Their halves looked okay in the trial game on Sunday. I I they had some nice touches. I mean, Clifford had a nice try. What are your thoughts going into this season? Okay, going into this season, 2021 was a super weird season. Mm. Like they were what six and eleven with like coming into like the last part of the competition. Like they were just hanging on. Um, I think that whole Mitchell Pierce sexting thing sort of played in that playing group um, more than probably what was known because it was just a comment Ponga made on um, a podcast on the Knights website the other day that said, we only started winning last year. Once we were forced to move to Queensland and we were forced to like come together because, Mm. and I thought, I was like, Oh, hang on. That's, that's, that's interesting comment. And they were winning ugly, but they were at least winning and they had, and there was some kind of bond. And then in that semi-final, like they were clearly outmatched by Parramatta, but they really gave it a red hot crack and almost won it. Um, I sort of expect them to be the same. Um, realistically, I don't expect them to be like five and eleven or six and eleven at you know sit with seventy percent of the season gone. I expect mm-hmm. them to get into the eight with much more comfort. Um, yet, what last week was weird when there was a big betting plunge on them to win the spoon. Last Dude, Tuesday, it, they've come. They've come in from seventeen bucks, like twenty-one to seventeen. It's like eleven dollars now for this. Yeah, there was a big plunge spoon. on them. It was very unusual. I don't believe in it. No, it was very strange. But I don't believe that to be the case at all. Um, no way. No, no, no I don't think so either. I, I do think last year, as you said that I wrote them off pretty much. They lost like the Cowboys in the yeah, middle. Yeah, they of the year. Like, they were down. That that was a weird game of Thursday night football. It was classic mm. PVL ball. Cowboys lead 20 nil. Knights get it back to 20 all. Cowboys win 36-20. Yeah, and I, I thought they were going to, from then on, it was just like, how do they get back enough wins to get into the finals? And then pretty much by like round, what, like round 22, it was like, oh, they're locked in. Yeah. It was bizarre. Like, <laughs> it was like. like yeah, they got, the ske- they got the schedule, you know, good um, right at the end. Their last six weeks, you know, it was like, okay, well, they, they should do enough here. 
Yeah, because at that point they had such bad for and against. It didn't seem possible they could make the finals. But yeah. you had you had the, the Raiders fade, and then the Sharks didn't take advantage of it either. Oh, the Sharks giving up eight point leads to the Warriors. Like yeah, when when I, I actually listened to that game on radio, um, driving somewhere last year, and when that happened, I was like, yeah, we can't not make the eight now. Like when shit like that happens, it's yeah. So they yeah. kind of fell in. Um, they did, but that round twenty game against the Raiders was like this is serious because you've got an easy run after that and then you beat yeah. them and you had that run and, and won all those games but you know that that looked more to me like a representation of the team they were supposed to be it just wasn't going right at the start of the year and i hadn't heard that quote either and that, that that's interesting that uh obviously that sexy Stanley kind of split the dressing room it sounds like yeah i 100 thought it would and it sounds like it did a bit even if yeah, they even if they come don't come out and admit it like yeah yeah, like, and he also to correct himself and say, "Oh, we were close before that, but we got closer." And I was like, uh-huh. "Yeah, <laughs> it's been a, a strange off season for them, just because when the Mitch Pierce stuff happened, we didn't really see that coming, and whatever he went, and then no one else of con- con- consequence really left. You know, Blake Green was already gone, and then like Connor Watson left, and people really reacted to that one in Newey. But I don't that was think a weird that's one. people got so gonna, bad. I don't think it's have a big impact on the win loss column for the Knights. He was a good player to have, but I don't think he's a difference maker for them. And then like Stafford Tower, I don't think he was nah, anything either. Nah, so he's, really nah, like if Edric Lee gets upgraded from a train and trial, like mm. Stafford Tower is like the sixth best winger or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. I know they weren't the biggest fans of him up there. So you know, Mitch Pierce, they obviously felt comfortable with Adam Clune. And I do think Adam Clune is actually capable. You know, I think he's fine. There's, I think he's we fine. Just spoke, we just spoke with tr- Mitch. Yeah, he's a Cumberland Yeah, like, like we spoke with Mitch from Cumberland and he said the thing like, you know, pretty much if you have two good halves, you're making the finals. And because you look through the competition now, almost oh, nobody. But, you know, they're the sixteen best two. combination of sixteen. What a fucking! Said, I saw that <laughs> a lot that? today. I missed oh, the like. I missed. I missed where that came from because I saw a lot of people go, "Oh, I thought they were the sixteenth best after Clifford scored that try," but I didn't know where it came from. Yeah, so that part is a little like I don't know, funny to me. Like I don't know, like Clune sort of looks like a guy that you like for whatever reason would underestimate. Like he just doesn't mm. look like, like have the look of a first grade NRL halfback. But he's actually yeah. pretty decent. <laughs> like He's actually a lot faster than you think. Um, as evidenced by he chased down um, that Paulie Alamotti from the Bulldogs. Um, mm. He'll never get that back. Like 25 year old gray headed halfback, Sam Clune. Yeah. Uh, Adam Clune. That's an 18 year old. Yeah. <laughs> But he's got a little bit more, like at this stage, he's got a bit more juice in him than, you know, weathered and beaten Mitch Pierce. Like Pierce was playing on pure like competitiveness last year. And there was just a lot of bad in his game last year. Like he sort of started to show the signs in 2020. Mm. And when the sexting thing happened, I was like, great, because before that they wanted to do a three-year extension. And I thought this would be calamitous. And, yeah, they did the they did the one year extension, which was like okay, that's kind of smart because it's like you can always probably get off that, you know. But at the you know at the he's paying Pierce seven hundred k at like age thirty three. Like no, I didn't want to be doing that. I'd much rather be given like clone what two hundred fifty k, maybe like yeah. yeah, like that's a much better contract. You'd rather get rid of Pierce a year early than be holding on for yes. two years too long. Yeah. And- and it yeah. was good, as you said, the sexy thing almost worked out good for them because it quite clearly changed their long-term opinion of opinion Mitchell of Pierce, you, yeah. the person, yeah. rather than the player. Like, yeah, yeah. Clune, yeah he's got more speed. He's got a nice right-to-left passing game. Like he, um, down that left-hand side, 
um, looks, looks quite comfortable, which puts Clifford onto his sort of preferred right-hand side of the field. Um, yeah, I sort of really liked what I've seen from him. And judging trial form is a full Aaron, but yeah, he, he should have a good year. Like, Yeah, and I, I think you can't talk about the, the night tars without Ponga. You just can't. It's just... Nah. It's not more with time. And obviously, another massive thing of the offseason was Jaden Braley's injury, which we don't know oh, when mate, he's there's, back. There's one every year in Newcastle, honestly. There is. So that's obviously a bit of a dent in their season. And Chris Randall is a capable fill-in, but I have my doubts of just how a guy can step up and play big minutes for a long run. Like It's different when you can play four to six weeks to playing 24 weeks of the year. I think it's, I call it the Jake Turpin corollary. When Jake Turpin came into first grade for the last four or five weeks of the season, looked like yeah, a first grade like, hooker. Mm. Playing for a full season, he hasn't got the gas. Yeah, and I, I think Chris Sandal might fall in that bucket. There's one kind of thing that I've seen in his game a little bit. Like He loves defense and we know that. Mm. Um, it's when he's passing straight off the ground, his service is pretty good, but it's like knowing when to run versus like, oh, just getting like when he has to sort of be decisive to whether I'm capable of running, he sort of runs into a few problems there. Pardon the pun. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of thing. And I think honestly, he is probably just better served getting the ball into other blokes hands. Like, cause there's enough strike in that side where he doesn't have to, you know, do too much, like just be the drummer in the band, like just yeah. be solid, you know? Yeah, you just get a little worried. He said, like, sometimes players have to actually be told to not work as hard when they're playing yeah. every week. And I think Chris Randall needs to not make 55 tackles a week. Yeah, find a way to hide. <laughs> Who knows? Exactly right, mate. But, yeah, I do think their demise has been – I said the same thing about the Eels one. Before it's baffling, mate. Podcast, but I... It's people, like, just off them really fast. And I don't really – get why because like yeah, one to 17 is far too good to be like a spoon contender exactly I, right. like, no, I, was... I i didn't i hadn't even seen i hadn't even seen like anyone suggesting that they were going to come last like to hear that to hear what you guys are saying earlier is just it's, baffling to me dude, like, i can't just search night spoon on twitter right now no, i, I believe you i'm just like yeah. i'm just so confused by it like there are just like off like there are six or seven teams that are inarguably worse than Newcastle. Maybe not six or seven. There's at least like three or four that no matter what happens are worse than Newcastle. Like even bottom four would be shocking. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm mate, I'd I'd be head and hands going, well, I don't know how this has happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I think some of the takes have been like, oh, if Ponga misses lots of time, they might get the spoon. But it's like you really pick in your last place off if their best player doesn't play, they might come Yeah, up. That's a it's that's like, a pretty small percentage of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like things that can go wrong, or you know, yeah. If, if Pong is out for the year, yeah, the alarm bells will fucking ring. But I'm not picking my spoon based on. Well, if Pong is out for the year, you know, and yeah. whatever. I just think there's too many competent players there, and I don't think they got better over the off season. Just like still a, I think I could be wrong. I think there's still a fair way under the cap for this year. Yeah, but I, you know, like even they, with a pretty good squad that they've got. Like people forgot, like, Dane Gagai went there, for example. I've heard, like, not one person talk about Dane Gagai since he left. No. I, saw some, oh, I saw some Dane Gagai slander today because he got cooked once by Justin Olam. It's like, other than that, he played quite well. And yeah. he's, been, he's been really good for the last it's a bit two alarming. seasons. It's a bit alarming. I mean, it's probably, it's, it's probably a very minor concern at the moment because it's only early in the season. But he, he's got some strapping around that knee. Like, so he's probably carrying something at the moment. Mm. But, I mean, there's two weeks till round one. So... Dane, just sit at home, well, get some rest I mean, and do your rehab. We're, we're talking right now. We have no idea 
like I mean, we're we're recording this like after the trial match. We don't know about Bradman Best health either. Um, yeah. got injured during that game. Hopefully he's okay. But again, that's that's obviously a concern as well. Yeah, but even then, like they've got competent guys here. Like Dom Young is like the sixth man of that back line, and it's like yeah. you know, Anari Tuala slots into the centers, and then Dom Young goes on the wing, and you're you're cheering. Yeah, well, Anari just is like a guy you can't help but cheer for, like because you know those undersized players in your team where you like. Hello, like first grade footballer. And yeah. oh, yeah, he's actually like pretty competent, but in the back of your mind, you always feel like he's going to be the one that misses out or gets dropped yeah. and sort of never plays first grade again. But like he's been like the I top try scorer since he got to the club. Obviously, not having Braley sucks. And yeah, that's can't. the reason I have you guys as low as I do on my ladder. But like also, they're not going to be anywhere near last. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Their forward pack's far too good to Way too run good. and learn. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I do think some of those guys are past their best football, but I don't ex- like. I don't expect the whole pack to go off a cliff. Like, I think it's like Feedies, you just yeah, absolutely <laughs> in their prime, and they're going to carry that middle along with uh, with uh, a team with the Sofidis, Clemmer, and Ponga and Dangagai, and it is not coming off. It just is you not got any happen. takes on the Kurtman Lock stuff? Um, I they scored a tr- they scored a try today off a quick Kurtman play the ball. To be fair, yeah, I yeah. do. I worry that. Um, he makes them, a, a, like, with him and Chris Randall in the middle together, they get a bit small. Mm. Um, but, I mean, like, their front rowers and stuff, like, they are big men. Like, Clemmer and the Saifidi twins are big dudes. But, like, can you play two small guys? Like, like man's not that big. Man's surprisingly strong, but he's not a big body. And Chris Randall's not much of him either. I worry about the, their middle in defence sort of getting steamrolled a little bit like because you've got two of those guys. Um, the the attacking thing, like, he'll make some errors, but he'll also sort of make some shit happen. So, like, it'll be interesting to see how much they lean into him being the, the missing link in the middle of the field, you know what I mean? Um, the I thought the Watson thing, when they sort of leaned into that flatter... Um, offloading style play more last year. That was when they sort of unlocked a little bit, and because they really struggled to score a lot in a lot of games last year, I think they have sort of rectified that a little bit. They look to be a lot flatter, um, whereas last year they were very one out and someone would just truck it up and they're just setting for the next play. Whereas if, I think if they lean into Kurt Mann sort of being around the football a bit more, they're going to be much more present on each play and sort of much more dangerous as a whole. So I think overall it'll be positive. Um, I, I think, mm. yeah, I think in PBL ball, I think the positives of him starting at 13 are far outweigh the negatives, but there is a little bit to be concerned about as well. well that's it, Matt. I would have, these are the moves I would have hammered two or three years ago, but I said it last year and I say, no, Dylan you Walker. Some rules a, and it's, yeah. Yeah. Dylan Walker is a good 13. You know, if that can happen, yeah. it can happen for a lot of people, you know? And I, I think, I just think interesting to see what they're doing there because they do have a lot of those big boppers in the middle that a lot of meter eaters, like they have the same type of got a guy there. And maybe it's just good. As you said, there is concerns on defense, but it's also good to break up the attack and not have just three or four guys who are meter eaters. So yeah. maybe Kurt Mann helps them there. And maybe it helps. I know he's not the best creativity player, but he's pretty good off the cuff. Like he's, he'd be, he'd be a wicked touch player. Kurt Mann, yes, I have no doubt. Yes. He'd he, be an insane yeah, touch that, player. He's got that skill set. Yeah. 
he's really following the ball and being on ball mm. and, and, you know, staying on his feet. So I, yeah, I think it's interesting to watch Shane again. If it doesn't work, it's not hard to reverse. Yeah. Maybe he works better off the bench or similar, but I've got my eyes on that. That's, I don't know. Those are the kind of things that you can really change how a team plays rugby league without people realizing that they could really take them up another level. Yeah, hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Hmm. Um, Harry, how are you coping with the loss of one of your favorite players, Josh King? He was obviously one of the big uh, departures <laughs> in the off season. You know, it's funny. It's gonna. I'm gonna take a lot of L's um, on the tweets this year because he started becoming like a. Um, like a like Adam O'Brien actually turned him into like a, a competent mm. bench middle, and now he's going to you know the belly the Bellamy school of no name props who will like get Origin hype. Um, I'm not saying that he's going to get Origin hype or anything like that, but he's going to make me look stupid, and I know it this year. I mean, it's only his seventh year in the NRL, but. <laughs> he got a long, he got a long run. In, yeah, he's playing, yeah, he's playing the long run, man. And How did they let him go, Harry? I know. Is what, is what I'm going to say to you in round nine or something. How did they let the young kid from Singleton go, mate? I don't know. That, yeah, that's it's just, it's mate, bizarre. How do you How do you feel about Adam O'Brien overall? You get some, you hear some mixed reports about him, just as a person and anecdotally. And I don't like know. That. I think I think seeing the fact that he's under pressure to keep his job is a little. Like, like there's all, like, I don't know. I don't think he's liked very much by a lot of the writers and reporters in the media. Um, so oh, he's liked far less than Nathan Brown was. Well, yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, when you go from a guy who's who was more focused on making sure everyone in the media looked after him than actually coaching the team, that's yeah. really hard. Um, like, the Knights haven't played back-to-back finals since 2002, 2003. And, like, this guy, like, with some of the worst injury tolls, Got them to seventh both both years. Like, yeah, that's a pretty good platform to like. I don't know if he's the long term solution, but I still think he's done a pretty darn good job. Um, I agree. He's got a pretty competent roster there while they're still, you know, significantly under the cap. Um, yeah, I th- I still think he's done a terrific job. Like, and he had never coached any team at any level. He'd never been the head coach. Like, now yeah, he's he gone, through, he gone through the Bellamy School and all that, but like. To never be the head man and like show up at an NRL club that had just been, you know, in the doldrums for two decades and get him to seventh two years in a row, like, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. Um, yeah, like I like the guy honestly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and, well, yeah, I think well, you know, seriously. in some of the trial stuff this year, like there's there's sort of been significant change to to the way they want to attack and stuff like that, and. And I think he, he, you know, if if it works, right. like he's going to get a lot of credit. And, yeah, you know, one for thing doing for him, that, mate, so. he will work his his fucking ass off to try and find the right solution for the Knights. It might all not everything he tries will work, but yeah. he hasn't had, he hasn't been afraid of trying new things over the last couple of years. Like that Mitch Pierce stuff, you have to have balls to make that decision or let that decision yes. happen. You have to have balls to do that. Yeah, the balls to, to to back in Clifford and Clune and Chris Randall. They haven't gone to try to find another hooker. He has the balls to do that, and he's trying to change the attack up a bit. And whilst I don't agree with all of it, he's just exhausting all means he has. Mate, he puts a lot of trust in his players, man. Like last year, he even like someone said, "Oh, you know, like you've had to blot a lot of players and stuff like that this year through different, like you never thought about going and getting replacements. Like he said, no, no, like this will be good for the long-term health of our club. He said, like, I trust what I've got here. Like I'm not like, and 
yeah, like he, he does all the right things publicly. Um, yeah, and I mean, even something as small as the trial game, oh, Rory Cost, Jason, can you take the side today? Because there's gonna there could be a situation where I'm out with COVID. We can't just have a situation where we've got, you know, we've got no um guy with head coach, no head coaching experience on the staff. Like even in mm. a trial game, and it's a trial game, yes, but you know, like he's going to a lot of details and planning. To, like I don't know any other coaches that did that. Well, or, it's, it's the same. That's my thing. I might laugh at some of the things he does. Right, like that. I found that funny. But who the what the fuck do I know? Yeah. <laughs> like he's doing what he be thinks is best for the club. Exhaust, yeah. and he's exhausting everything in, in his power to. He's looking at every scenario he can, and it might maybe it overcooks it sometimes. But like, I'd much rather have a a coach like yeah, that rather, than many yeah. of the other ones in the league. Yeah, rather a burnt sausage than to um, eat it raw, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> And as you yeah. said, mate, he, you know, he backed some of the guys in that squad over the last couple of years. Not all of it has worked out, but, you know, you found dudes like, you know, ca- capable first graders like Brody Jones. You know, he's been good the last year or so. Like, yeah. Jacob Sofidi's had a career in ace on, on, underneath him. And those are guys exactly. that... Even Mitch Barnett, to, to, to an extent, yeah. like, you now Barnett will give the odd pe- bad penalty away here or there, but he seemed to get that, that vigour back into his game where, like, Barnett was one player under Brown who was really going backwards. And he yeah. sort of turned him around a bit. It's, it's, it's sort of little things like that where you go, yeah, like he's obviously doing a good job. On, yeah. I just think like one of those teams by. on paper, mate, when people write them off, I think they're just boring on paper. Like people, they are, they are but, boring but, on paper. Like Clunes, a splashy name at halfback, mate. It's not Reynolds going to Brisbane. It's not. They're competent on paper. It's not Nathan Cleary, but or it's not even Jamal Fogarty going to Canberra. Like I don't know. Like it's just, and no one at News Corp rates Clifford. Like for whatever reason, like they just, yeah, no. like it's yeah, it's not it's not. I've always liked I've always there. liked Clifford. Yeah, yeah, and he's he looks to have got bigger physically. Like he he's running like I mean, as in the twenties, he was a great runner of the football, and mm. you know, behind a bad pack coming through at the Cowboys, it's you know. It's obviously going to struggle coming into first grade, but mate, they never believed in him up there, mate. And the, yeah. and the Knights believed in him from the day he got there. He's it's been his jersey and his te- yeah. like kind of his team kind of thing. So yeah. I really liked what I've seen from him in the in the trial games. Like I felt, you know, as far as you know, having it like a horse running, you know, oh yeah, they trialed well. Like I thought for the most part, a lot of the the Knights guys did what they needed to do in the in the trial games in getting some rust out, you know. Mm. Um, you know, putting some of the stuff on the field, you, you know, like, you know, being able to create half chances. Yeah, you know what? Like, who cares if you don't finish him off in a trial game? Like, as long as you're creating the half chances and stuff like that, because you've got to work out that stuff. Is any of those veteran players, mate, you think is going to have like a, a breakout season? Is anyone potential that at the Knights? What do we call on a veteran? Oh, I mean, guys been around a couple of years, you know, I wouldn't call Dom Young a veteran. You know, no. or you can take okay. Dom Young in for a big year. My large adult Rastafarian son, Dominic Young. Um, I mean, you, you can say Dominic Young. Dom yeah. Young's awesome. Look, look, I spoke about Clune earlier, and, and he's sort mm. of in his, he's in his mid twenties now. Um, he he feels like a guy to me who I think, yep, he'll he'll do a lot better than what people was sort of expecting because I think when he originally signed it was like, okay, yeah, he's going to be the backup and, you know, like that's a good steady halfback. Come October, shit, who's going to be the starter? Come like early January, it's like, shit, it's probably going to be, at, um, it's probably going to be Clune. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of, I think 
I think he will own that jersey by the you know by mid to late this year. I think I think he will sort of demand that it is his that he's the best seven at the club. Um, you know, he's only on sort of a one to two year contract, but he could certainly play himself into a long term jersey there. I certainly think he, you know, that he's got Ford pack around him and um, just some of the glimpses you've seen, like if he, he can he can put it together, I reckon. Yeah, I think he's a good fit too, mate. I think yeah. some clubs we, wouldn't accept we, yeah, Adam like, Clark. I know, like he's got family and stuff that lives up there. Like um, a family I went to school with, um, I, like they're his cousins and stuff like that. So, like, he, yeah, he's got a lot of family in Newcastle. So it seems to have been like a really good, comfortable off the field, you know, and he deep down believes in himself that he's an NRL player, you know, and he's going to prove it. So yeah, watch out. Like- you see fits around the league sometimes, like Corey Norman when he's at the Eels, that was the one club that worked out for Corey Norman, kind of. They yeah. fit well together, whatever it was culturally with the fans and with that yeah. club, he fit there. Cotter and I just feel... is the other one where it's like it felt wrong that he was ever leaving and, and yeah. left. Yeah. That's it. Some and guys I, fit I, some places and others don't. I feel like Clune's going to fit right in at New because I think just because he's one of those halves who gives his fucking all, really gets stuck in, does all the competent things right, and he's a you know not humble fella. I think the fans are going to really like him, and I think that matters a lot in Newey. And I think it he's does, going to fit in well. Know, he, yeah, he, he tries his ass off. Like he's he's, he does, he's, a good, he's a good effort player, and like Knights fans put a big currency on that. Some other I mean, fan bases love you know someone who's a big hitter or a you know or a flamboyant player. But it's it's one percent players in Newcastle that they love. So hundred percent, mate. I think you guys will love him. Like I was shocked by how competent he was when he came in for the uh, Dragons two years ago. Cause I had not been impressed when I'd seen him in this world's cup, but he's not yeah. that guy who jumps off the page. He hasn't got that skill set. No. no, but yeah, I thought he was yeah. good. No, I think he'll do a good job. Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of think Clemmer's going to have one of those years because everyone thought he was washed last year. It's like, yeah. the guy's still fifth in the league for yardage per game. Yeah, and that's, that's a weird, down year. Like to me, he's just ridiculous what he does year in year out. Um, and he looks to have. Remember when O'Brien first got there, and he was really willing to offload. Mm. And then last year, he just put it in the back pocket for whatever reason. Well, now he's gone all pre-line passing, and it looks just terrific. <laughs> you know, he does this whole. Like I'm gonna drop the hit like on Petro seven receiver, but then he's flipping it out to Clifford and oh, there's a four on three, do you know what I mean? And there's some variations like that he's doing when he gets the ball now. Um, that I sort of think people are gonna go, hmm, oh, this is not the, you know, tuck it under the arm clamor that we sort of got used to, you know. So I think he'll have a a really big season too. Cause, you know, people thought he was washed last year, which I think it's such a weird um, it's it's just he's one of those guys and it's just the public perception of his performances has just been so out of line with how he's actually played. Like if you just listened to a lot of the outside noise and not watched David Clement play rugby league last year, you would have thought he was like Oh, you would have thought he was like plodding along to, mate. Yeah. 100%. Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna name it, but like yeah, plodding along for sixty meters a game or something like but like he wasn't. He was look, it's all right if you're only the second best prop on your team when you've got Daniel Sofidi, who's also really good. Yeah. So like yeah, I don't know. I, I, your forwards are far too good I th- for a lot of these teams. You, I, the rules, and we, you know, the rules are changing back to what we want a little bit, but there's still going to be a fair bit of a Landy's ball in play. And you guys should be able to steamroll some of those smaller teams a lot of the time. I think. 
Um, whether you whether you can do it in those big games, I don't know. But I have you guys finishing eighth. I had you outside, and then I watched Adam Clune play, and that's changed my mind because I'm an idiot. So <laughs> we're all dumb. I've got him. Well, I, one thing I'm upset by. I'm upset Bailey Hodgson got injured last week and yeah, he fractured sucks. his elbow. And I don't know if he was going to play much NRL this year, but there probably was a chance if that pong injury happened, we'd see some of him at fullback. There was a chance of that probably. And I just, I'm really excited to see what, what he can bring in first grade down the line. So it's, it's How tough. Would it have been if Bailey Hodgson played Josh Hodgson? It's like, oh yeah, I'm playing in the NRL against my uncle. Yeah. It was totally weird. But I have them ninth because I have the Broncos in my eight. That's that's it. Like that's, that's I had the them in, yeah. but they got knocked out because I put the Broncos in. So yeah, look, I mean, it's fair. Harry, where have you got them? I think if we like win the games, we should. Like you know, last year we lost to the Tigers twice, and the Tigers were fucking rabble. You know, mm. it, like we got touched up by the Tigers twice, mind you. Uh, like if we win the games, we should. I'm confident. Week one, we're playing a home elimination final in sixth spot. Where go, we'll like be the sixth seed, not the seventh seed. I, th- you know, and it's like, oh, you know, is that really much of an improvement? Well, it'll feel like a, it will feel like an improvement and a jump in the right direction to me. I, th- yeah, provided that you know, Hayden Knowles being the, tr- the head trainer and stuff there now, they should be much fitter. You know, get a good run. I think they can be the sixth best team. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I think that's, whilst you, I don't said, think that's unreasonable. Whilst you said last year, COVID was. The going back in the bubble was good for that team at that time. The year prior, they were, I think they lost at home twice under O'Brien at, at Newey. I think being able to yeah, play they, back at McDonald's. They lost McDonald's the Bulldogs in 2020. Yeah, like they've lost, they've just found a way where they've lost them some games they shouldn't. But yeah. then they win some games, like the game against Manly last Manly year. Manly there the last two years at home, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that, like the back line that they trotted out that beat Manly. Was fucking mm. trash and Tex Hoy, baby. Yeah, it was completely bizarre. That, but you know, they, they do enough, and they, yeah. yeah. And if they just if they get ten percent better, then I think they're probably you know the sixth best team. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think big for them. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, look, I mean, I think there's six teams, but like you know, Manly lose Tommy and they they, just <laughs> they become a so, like, like I hate that like, stuff. I hate. It, yeah, it's true though. Like, I know right. it's dumb to say. If, but like, if we lose Adam Reynolds, we're getting the spoon. Well, that's also true. But like, yeah, there, there, a, there, there aren't many teams where it's one guy that you can take out one guy. Like, the Roosters lost like 10 guys last year and they're still pretty good. South could lose any yeah. one guy and probably be like fine to still plod along to seventh or eighth. But like, what I'm saying is like, hey, the yeah, Cowboys, there's a world where Newcastle can finish fifth or sixth. If the Cowboys right. five years ago were a Jonathan Thurston injury away from a grand final appearance. So, yeah. Like, in the reverse. The yeah. reverse. If he was fit, they don't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh dear. All right, uh, Harry. Uh, always good to have you on here. Anything to promote before we get out of here? No, nothing really to promote. Um, I started getting into like writing some um, betting articles and stuff this year. I might actually like put out my same game multi combos and stuff. You definitely should. I'm going to um, track them well, like ball bets and just take the piss out of you. Yeah. Well, I got well my fifty to one <laughs> in the grand final. Um, actually got up in the same game multi. So. Was it me to be sad? Because that was paying a dollar seventy or whatever. <laughs> paying in that no, I didn't have that combo in there. But yeah, oh, I, I, might, I, might, I might actually put out it. I'll, I'll get my um, scheduled tweets out and, and put some betting out there. And if anyone wants to lose some money, like why not? 
Yeah, absolutely, mate. All right. And um, if uh, if everyone likes what we're doing, you know, we're doing these daily podcasts, um, you can support us financially at patreon.com forward slash and all rookies. And the Coltrane Cup is coming back again uh, for new listeners of the show. Sitting comp, we pick one game a week. Uh, stay tuned to our Twitter account. We'll have, we'll have a video pinned to the top of it explaining the rules and all that stuff. Um, Harry, you've played the the Coltrane Cup or in its previous names in the past. You know what yes. a great competition it is. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a snakes and ladders game. It really, okay. that's true. It really <laughs> it's a game of snakes and ladders, really. Yeah, so still one of my one of my finest moments is still backing picking the Knights the week they won their one game in 2016. God bless that. God bless that second ball on the field. Yeah, yeah the two ball controversy. <laughs> so I know we're going back a podcast, and Harry wasn't here for that one, but people were here these on the same day. Uh, we were talking about terrible preseason takes and how awful it's been based on preseason games. With being one up, that Paul Crawley suggested Milford back to the Broncos. Yeah, I saw that. Um, what the hell? All of <laughs> all of News Corp are behind their boy Hook. They mate, they've got him. They've all got him in the eight. Yeah, no. Gonna, mate, he's going to justify the Dragons' extension, but it's like, mate, well, if like, he does that, they could have just signed him afterwards. Yeah, I know, yes. <laughs> but, in the last yeah. ten years, the Dragons have played in the finals less than the Knights, and the Knights won three wooden spoons in that time. Like, that's funny. Like, at that what point funny. are we going to say like the Dragons are mighty mediocrity? Just saying. But, well, I mean, yeah. I and, think and, we're and, saying that now. Yeah. And I love Milford, but he's had enough chances at Brisbane. It's it's yeah. not the answer. At it's a true shock. It's not the answer. Yeah. What a shock. Yeah. That, that, um, that was a funny one. And before we go, a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service. They are Dave, Carly Tyson, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Butsy, Ken Beswick, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer. Frankie, JC, James K, Jason, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Matty Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I'm sad, never trendy, party keg, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Schwartzy, Ty, the not so much student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and was Harry as our guest. Uh, what's your ding dong and sadness looking like? Um, ding dong, <laughs> semi hard. Um, and happy because footy's here next week. Well said, my friend. All, All right. right, we are out of here. We'll be back again. I have oh. one thing that's mentioned before we go as well, Bunga. Okay, one more thing. Did you mention last No, it's not. It's oh. for patrons. I have the we we owe them all merch, lots of merch. I've more ordered merch stuff. Coming. There's yeah, things ordered cool. coming to my house. I've got a few things ordered. Waiting for everything to come at the same time, and then we can send membership or well, Patreon packet packs out. Essentially, it looks pretty of- good. It's pretty cool. And remember, Patreon.com plus and Rookie support us. Yeah. You might be listening right now. You've listened to the show for years. You might be thinking, "Oh no, I yeah. can't do this." A couple of bucks a month, you'll get some cool yeah. shit out of it. You might win yeah, the not, Coltrane Cup. Not revealing any new stuff yet. But yeah. We sent Starby holders out last year. Get one of those on sign Everyone up, loves and it. then lots of, lots of other gear coming out uh, in the coming weeks once it's all here from various overseas countries that will do things for cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yep, indeed. All right. Say goodbye, Harry. Later. Good. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>